Matthew 5:10, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of God yes. of heaven. Uh, this is a, about modern-day persecution from an article from 2005, Voice of the Martyrs. I think that's a good title. There is a voice of the martyrs They're under the altar of God. It's called Sarah's Trail of Blood. I want to bring your attention to a young lady named Sarah Liu from China. She's not a martyr, but she was tortured for Christ because of her belief in Him as her Savior. And I believe her testimony is worth hearing considering today. Many of her people, brothers and sisters, have suffered the same and have been martyred for their faith. Uh, we have her testimony because she survived uh, about six years of torture. Members of the Mid-City Community Church heard the tearful testimony of Miss Sarah Liu, a 33-year-old Christian refugee who fled from China to the United States in 2005 after enduring six years of religious persecution, incarceration, and physical torture by the Chinese police. The Midland Ministerial Alliance and China Aid Association, a nonprofit Christian organization seeking to, re to end religious persecution in China, have helped to secure a safe place for Sarah and other Christian refugees to live. Sarah continues to share her story through an interpreter, raise awareness for more than 8,000 members of the South China Church who have been arrested, detained, or killed for their faith. Before her escape, she was among the top 20 leaders of the South China Church, an underground Protestant church with more than 100,000 members in 10 provinces and 17 pastoral areas. She said three out of every 10 members of her church have been arrested, and she estimates their combined length of sentence of close to 400 years. In 1996, she was arrested for being an illegal evangelist and sentenced to three years of re-education through labor in a Shaoyang labor camp, Hubby Province. After serving her time, she refused to give up her faith and was arrested again in 2001 on charges of organizing and using an evil cult organization to obstruct the implementation of the law. She received another two-year sentence. In the labor camp, she was humiliated, beaten, tortured, falsely forced to falsely confess that the pastor of the South China Church had raped her. At times, male interrogators forced her to remove her clothes, refused her access to restroom facilities, deprived her of sleep, etc. Authorities also put her to work making woven rugs and assembling lights. She went to prison three times, served a total of six years, was finally released in February 2004. Sarah said, every time I was arrested and sent to the labor camps, their purpose was to make me give up my faith in Christ. In previous testimonies, she gave detailed account of her abuse from the Chinese authorities. She says, I was taken to the police training center. Six or seven male policemen started to question me in their dormitory. One asked me, do you know why we arrest you? I said, because I believe in Jesus. He slapped my face when he heard this, and he said, do you know what age we are in today, and you still believe in Jesus? Throughout the process, from the arrest to the trial, I witnessed the barbarity of the so-called people's police. I was once almost tortured to death by their torture instruments. I heard and saw how my cellmates and brothers and sisters yell in extreme pains when they were tortured. I heard the police bellowing 
and extreme self-conceit. We have received documents from our superiors that we are free to torture you. And after you are tortured to death, we'll just drag you out and bury the bodies. There's no place you can file your grievances against us. Even if you want to file, no one will accept it. If you want to make up a story, you better make up a good story. Otherwise, we'll take your clothes off and beat you. Those who comply shall thrive, and those who resist shall perish. I was interrogated through torture for seven months, which were unspeakably horrifying, struck with electric clubs, dragged in shackles, burnt with cigarette ends, hung up to be whipped, handcuffed in the carrying sword fashion, head soaked in water, and rounds and rounds of interrogations, which would last two, three, five, sometimes eight days and nights in a row. A special team would use all vile measures they could to force me into signing and fingerprinting the records, which they made up for themselves. This was how they came up with testimonies of recantation to share throughout the community, but they did not contain a word of truth. So uh, I want to narrate in first person her testimony that she gave um, right after her escape from prison. We should be able to relate to her emotions and fears of what she went through during this first night of arrest. And just keep in mind, this is only a few years ago. In the eyes of the communist, I am a criminal. I knew the risk of what I was doing, but I wasn't prepared for what I would go through on the first night of my arrest. The Bible says, do not fear what man can do unto you. I've read this many times, but tonight I would be very afraid. The soldiers did not ask questions or tell me why or where they were taking me. They take me at night from my bed while I'm still in my pajamas. I feel humiliated and completely helpless. I quickly realized they had more than questions for me. I feel so alone and can only hear my heart beat in the dark room where they left me alone. With every beat, the sound grows louder and I grow more afraid. I can hear other screams down the hall and then I hear the door open as they come into my room. The soldiers have a document for me to sign saying I will turn in my Christian friends. I refuse to sign and silently pray the night will go quickly as they begin their torture. The guard is angry and full of rage and I his victim. I try not to give in, but the pain is overbearing. I repeat Bible verses to myself over and over. Blessed are those who are persecuted, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I'm beaten often on my feet and other places on my body. I scream in pain, wondering if, if anyone will hear me, if anyone can help me. Thoughts go through my head. Would signing the document be so wrong? And even if it was, wouldn't God forgive me? When I think the worst is over, my legs are shackled with long, heavy chains, and I'm forced to walk. The guards are bored and, and are entertained as they force me to drag the chains back and forth across the room throughout the night. Alone with my chains, I walk as time begins to slow. I begin to wish I had signed the document. I cry out to God to give me strength and wonder how much more I can endure. Hours have passed when I notice footprints on the floor. They are my footprints, which I have made from walking in trails of my own blood. I think of Christ and how he is beaten before walking to Golgotha. 
and how he must have left his own trail of blood. That's right. He also was hated by this world, and in a small way, I now suffer for him. Yes. I am not alone. I am with Christ who walked this path for me, and this gives me courage to go on for Jesus. And so she persevered to the end of her imprisonment until her escape in 2004, and she now says, Fasting has become a part of the Christian life, and I often fast for the gospel mission, for the brothers and sisters detained in the jails of our land, and all the more for the bloody persecution against the Christian belief by the Chinese government. What I usually do in times of need and fear is to fast and pray to our Lord Jesus Christ, who rules the universe. Yes. Lord, help us to have the same compassion on those in bonds. Be thankful for the freedom that we have to worship him without such fear. Thank you. Amen. Amen.